guys, it's Joe Garcia, Playboy's Gamer Next Door, and you're hearing it here on Versus Node Podcast on GamerNode.com. Welcome to the August 2010 edition of the Versus Node Replay. I am Associate Editor Jason Finelli, worn out from my August gaming. I don't know about any of you guys. But with me today is a supersized replay. We have four members of the GamerNode family joining me, starting with, as always, Editor-in-Chief Eddie Inzardo. How's it going, Eddie? Yo, yo. Going pretty well. How about you? Um, doing all right. After... Uh, explosions and car chases <laughs> and that's but, not um, virtual no not at all um <laughs> but I, I think from what we were discussing earlier you have the lightest of the august 2010 loads is that true yeah that's true i was i was doing the summer thing i guess kicking your ass partying in new york city we get it <laughs> living the life and then we have the newly crowned news director of gamerno.com that is mike murphy how you enjoying your new title mike Oh, I'm enjoying it really well. Sounds good, Mr. Roboto. I'll make sure I uh, I look for my next assignment soon. And then <laughs> make, making his <laughs> making his triumphant return to the Versus Node podcast because we I don't think I've seen him in a while. And that would be staff writer Dan Crabtree. How you doing, Dan? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Doing all right. All right, sweet. No complaints yeah, I'm, here. I'm yep. podcasting to you from the uh, fraternity house at William and Mary. <laughs> Living the college life pretty hard. Fraternity house. I'm surprised yeah. you're not drunk. <laughs> oh, he is. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> and, and then the newest member of the Versus Node family, that is a new staff writer by the name of Kyle Hilliard. Kyle, how are you enjoying us? Hey, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> so, far. so do I, I, do I sound a awkward, great. maybe a little nervous? Nervous? No. No. No, okay. but you're most certainly the best dressed, according to our pictures here on Skype. Oh, yeah. I have, uh, that's the tuxedo I wore when I graduated from college, because my college makes you wear tuxedos instead of gowns, because uh, cause they were awesome. That is pretty snazzy, actually. Yeah, exactly. And it was it was uh, Charleston, South Carolina, so, you know, it wasn't hot or anything that day. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, I had to add you as a contact so I could see it, but now that I can see it, yeah, you are one sharp-dressed man, ZZ Top. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty standard. I mean, that's every day to work, white tux, black bow tie. I mean, you know, going to the mall, whatever. Are there tails on that? I wear. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Matching top hat <laughs> and jeans? homeless? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, you'll fit in quite well here, I'm sure. All right, August 2010. Um, started out with a whipper, ended with a bit of a bang because we had a lot of stuff come out towards the end. Um, second Tuesday in August, what does that mean, everybody? Madden! Yes, Madden football <laughs> once again has graced our presence with Madden 2011. Um, that was August 10th this year. That was the second Tuesday in August. Uh, the week after that was Kanan Lynch 2. Anybody here play that? I did. All right, we have one. I'm excited yeah, too. It sounds demo. like you really enjoyed it. Uh, you know what? I I was really mixed about it. It's just sort of a very interesting game that I didn't know what to think about, honestly. 
but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Hmm, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> um, last week, the 24th, was Mafia 2, which it sounds like everybody except Eddie has played, the exact opposite. Um, but I want to. Uh, well, you probably should, or Jenny Sue will kick your ass. Yeah. Uh, then yesterday, August 31st, was um, Dead Rising Case Zero for the downloadable crowd, and some game called Metroid Other M that one of us has been really excited about for a year and a half. Um, I, uh, I started playing it yesterday. I've been playing a good bit. I think I have a lot to say about that in defense of it, because mm-hmm. there are a couple of outlets out there that need to be put in their place. But Agreed. Let's uh, <laughs> let's start with Eddie, since you are the only representative that played Kane and Lynch. No offense to Idas. What can you tell us about said game? Well, Kane and Lynch 2 is kind of like this game that you just let yourself go into. It's raw, unadulterated violence for no reason, and that's really about it. Gameplay's it's pretty standard, a um, little clunky. The whole visual style is its very stylistic, it's very interesting, but it kind of hurts my head to play. So, I mean, that could be uh, some sort of metaphorical addition to the game. You know, you're, all this, this ugly content, all the, these ugly activities, you know, viewed through an ugly camera. But in general, it's, it's really, I don't know, okay to, like, lose yourself in it and just be mindless, but that's about it. It's not really high on my list of games that you have to go out and play. Not a whole lot of substance. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm sold. (laughs) (laughs) Ed, did you beat it? I did. Did you play the first one? Oh, yeah, that's important, too. I didn't play the first one. I mean, I I started the first one, but then, of course, I had to play 30,000 other games, so I had to put it down. Now I heard that the ending of of Lynch two kind of just it kind of just stops. Like, oh yeah, like absolutely. Happens where you just kind of go, boop, done. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? By that time, I was like, okay, I'm I'm done playing anyway. I mean, it's pretty much, I I got the point. But it it is weird. Like there there was a point of climax, and you thought that there could be some resolution right there, and then it just went on a little bit further, and then I don't really want to say exactly what it is, but it just they, kinda, they walk to the end of the level, basically, like oh, wow. to the, the end of the space that you're shooting everybody <laughs> through, and there's a cutscene and credits roll, and yeah, it's barely seems, a cutscene. Uh, it's like a seems, you know half a minute cutscene. It seems yeah, so see, typical of video games now, though. Like I was thinking yesterday of like what what game actually ended well that I can remember like in the last couple of years. I, you know, there's like so few games actually end. <laughs> Metal Gear Four, you know. Metal Gear Four, the ending, the ending, the ending cutscene. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I pressed the last action button at one forty-five, and I didn't go to bed until three thirty. <laughs> when I, I had the same experience. experience. I, feel, I feel like Red Dead has a pretty solid ending. That, you know, that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I liked Red yeah, Dead's but, ending a lot. But at the same time, he's kind, of, he's, uh, it's, he's kind of half right too because it just ends. Like yeah. you do the last thing and you start to walk away and you see the title and the credits roll. Well, how but is there closure in that final mission? Well, of course. Yeah, there is closure. Of course there is, but it, it's almost like a an interactive ending. That's, oh, that's what I would good. call it. Yeah, no, I, I I luckily did not get that spoiled for me, and I I love that ending. It was great. Let's let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> I'm done. That's it. I uh, know. I mean, 
I had, I had a customer call the store to spoil it for me. If you didn't know already, <laughs> well, uh, I'm sorry. I remember that. <laughs> Speaking of short endings, um, since since uh, we're we're really pissed off about short endings, Mafia Two. Oh my God. But see, yep. I'm pissed off about the ending. Not, because, I mean, I'm pissed that it was short, but I'm also pissed about the ending. Yeah, what? I'm kind of pissed in terms of narrative. Yes, I'm uh, so mad. You, the ending throws you such a curveball that it's like you're left being like, what the hell? That was definitely, I mean, there's some games that when you beat it, you, you jump on Google and you're like, how to unlock alternate ending. And yeah. that, was, that was definitely one of them. You know? Yeah. Which doesn't exist, by the way. There is no alternate ending. Yeah. But I guess exactly. there was at one time, apparently. Like, they, they had, like, three, uh, you know, planned, but then they just stuck with their favorite. And I was like, God, I can't even imagine what the other ones were. Mm-hmm. Right. Either everybody dies or everybody lives and has a cupcake party or something. I can't, I can't imagine. Sunshine and rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> um, I will say that I have, I have a new favorite um, sidekick, and he might even win Sidekick of the Year at this year's Jason Awards, which is my own personal award. Look for it in December. Um, Joe Barbaro is the friggin' man. I feel like Joe Barbaro is basically just Nelly made into a video game character. <laughs> <laughs> He's the friggin' the man. Like. One of the one of the best parts of that movie is when you're or like a movie. See, that's another thing I want to bring up. But one of the best parts of that game is when the Henry's walking out of the uh, the Chinese place and he bows to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Joe bows to Henry's like, knock it off, will yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joe Barbaro is the man, but he's also he was also incredibly stupid. He walked you into so much trouble in that game; it was absurd. Yeah, but and, uh, he did. But I have to say, he, for an AI character, he was rather competent behind the gun. He was killing. He was killing a lot of dudes. I, I played it on hard too, and I felt that I would have died if it wasn't for him, which is good. Not many yeah. games can do that. You said something interesting though. That movie, and that's something that I got from reading Dan's review. Also, it seems like even though it's an open world game, it's very story driven. Yep. Yes, to the point where you don't want to explore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Like you've got the whole entire open world city of Empire Bay, but there's really not much to do, and it mainly just guides you to the next story point, to where it's the point of where you're looking around being like, you know what, I don't care. It's just for the setting, I want to get to the next point, see what the next cutscene is, and it does a good job of that. I, I actually, a lot of, a couple of sites complain that it's that linear. I, I actually think it's good. Yeah, I thought that was one of the best things about the game. I mean, everything is in service to the story. I mean, bad things happen to you, and it will affect your character. You know what I mean? And it's oh. and it's for the sake of the story. It's not for the sake of the gameplay. You know what I mean? Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah like, there's not a lot of, like, bullshitting around, basically, no. like no. having a lot of other open-world games. No. Um, one of the one of the biggest, I guess you would call it a twist, is, is uh, right toward the end. Um, you go with this guy to do something. And then one of the people that you're supposed to be roughing up says something, and you're just like, what the fuck? And you just turn around, yeah. and, it, and the, the whole story flips itself on its head. And, nice. and you're like, all right, I like this. I got to tell you, I don't know if anybody would agree with me, but if that was a movie, it would probably be one of my top five gangster movies. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> nice. That was it was a great gang. It was a great gangster story. Even, even though the ending through such a swerve, and it really infuriated me it really mainly just angered me because of the plot twist not necessarily because of the way it ended i felt like it ended the way like a monster story would end with a twist like that just to show that you can never really trust any of these people 
I was I was more angry at the circumstance, not so much the exactly. I, like the plot twist was great, but I was more angry at what was happening than the plot twist itself. All right, so for for someone who is in love with movies like The Godfather, Goodfellas, A Bronx Tale, that Must sort buy. of thing. Okay. Must buy. There's more. There's if someone yeah. knows Goodfellas uh, front and back, they're going to be that's going. Me. Oh, that's from Goodfellas. That's from Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember the, that. I, yeah, remember I that. watched Goodfellas the day before I got Mafia Two in the mail. <laughs> so I was, the whole time through, I was doing exactly that. Nice. It, yeah. it is a lot of Goodfellas. It's sort of like that, uh, like the low-level mafia story, as opposed to like the, you know, I'm the Don all of a sudden kind of thing. Did anyone play Godfather? Anyone play Godfather games? Yeah, I played them. Is it? I mean, I didn't play it. I don't know. Is it? I'm, I'm assuming mafia is probably better, right? Uh, better in different ways. I mean, okay. Like the first, the first Godfather game was fun because like go to different areas. And, extort the crap out of these businesses and then go right next door and extort another business and there's yeah. like that was the whole thing and then you at the end of the thing you basically ruled the whole city and it felt very powerful and uh or pa- empowering so that one was more but about mafia, the playground and i guess and mafia's more about the story exactly yeah the story was but basically see, exactly from the godfather see i find that the godfather is a little more criticized though because of the comparison to the movie it has to deal with a lot more um source material like like i thought some of the voices were done well and some of the voices were god awful mm-hmm. i don't know about you um but mafia doesn't have that problem mafia is completely original mafia is it's, it's all characters and voices that no one's ever seen before and it, it, it kind of makes it easier to create a world like it does without having to worry about comparisons to the source material. Well, and and uh, what's his name wouldn't let them use his likeness in Godfather games? Uh, Al Pacino. Yeah, so Michael Corleone was this guy who didn't even look like Al Pacino. He looked more like Henry Tomasino in Mafia does. Dude, um, such a good name. <laughs> such a good Henry name. Tomasino. I was doing that for like the last. Week. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing I really. Hey, we're, we're, like much boys guys Forget about it. What's the matter with you? You give me your money. <laughs> yeah, nice. But I give yeah. a lot of credit. I give a lot of credit to the scriptwriters. A lot of credit. One of my favorite lines in the whole game is when you're. It's around chapter six. It's when you're in the clink. Spoiler: You go to the clink. Um, and, and you're walking, and this you hit this Oriental gentleman, and and the Oriental gentleman says, "Hey, you watch where you're going," and Vito's. <laughs> Vito turns to him and says, "Yeah, well, maybe if your eyes were opened all the way, you'd have saw me." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that line. <laughs> Typical. Uh, <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as I heard it, I was like, "Oh God!" Well, um, I get they they hit the nail on the head with uh, interracial relations. <laughs> yeah, they awful. really did. Nineteen forties racism intact. Yep. Oh yeah. The word yellow is very prominent. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's artistic, though. <laughs> yeah. All right. So how about how about we move on? Actually, I, in my introduction, I forgot a whole slew of downloadable games that came out. And I know, that, I know that Eddie, a lot of Eddie's August gaming was downloadable content. Uh, I think he told me Laura Croft and the Guardian of Light was one that he played. Yep. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which I am jonesing for, and I had not bought it yet for whatever reason. And then one of our favorite games from PAX East, Shank, came out a week ago. Mm. And I, I think Boyle is the only one that's played it out of all of us. Um, yeah. So, so I, Ed, I, I Lee, it yesterday. I, I started playing it. 
Did you really? What'd you think? Yeah. I mean, it's sweet. It's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> it's exactly what it was the last two times I played it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're awesome. There, there truly is nothing. There's no huge surprise. It's just like, you know, you're gunning, you're slashing, you're jumping, and then there's a boss, and you do some more of that, but you kind of got to figure out in which order, and then you just keep doing it. It is pretty tough, though, I would say. That's the one thing. So, there, there have been a couple of parts where I've, I've been held up a little bit. Is it? Is there teeth gritting? Uh, not so much. Although, I, not... I, I will confess, I did start playing it when I was really drunk, so I, I'm not exactly sure. So you may have missed the subtle teeth gritting. I may have missed some of the subtleties. But I played you it have been today. playing an entire different game, for all you know. <laughs> for all I know. He was actually playing uh, uh, Pets Horses 2. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. Pets Horses got violent. <laughs> but Ed, before we get too distracted, I want to know about Laura Croft because I have I'm very interested, but I'm not sure. I need you to 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 lead me, lead you me, friendship. I, I I don't know. I have at least four right here, so I'm doing pretty good for myself. <laughs> Actually, it's it's fun in single player. I I played a lot of it in single player and enjoyed it. It's like. Uh, a lot of dungeon crawly type stuff, which is fun. The puzzles are well implemented, and they're different for single player and co-op. But in co-op, it it's really really good. Um, everything is designed with with the two player co-op experience in mind, and everything is definitely enmeshed into the levels, all the puzzles, and it's just a whole lot of fun. Um, cool. I I recommend it definitely. Uh, you don't have online co-op as of right now but on September 28th um, I think that's when the game comes out on PS3 also if I'm that's something like that, mistaken yeah. that sounds right that, that date they add the online co-op and voice chat and leaderboards so if you're not sure about having it just locally then you may want to wait till September 28th but at that point it's golden just get it it's when, fun uh, okay. When they add that stuff, will they be adding animated uh, mouths speaking the words? I played the demo, and uh, every time someone was talking, either their mouth was obscured or their back was to the camera, so, like, no one's mouth ever moved. <laughs> it's uh, It Where's totally it? Uh, makes the game worse. It makes it a terrible game. I, I just thought it was really weird. I don't know. It just struck me. I was playing the demo. I was like, I, I, they're just... <laughs> In Guardian of Light? Save some time, I guess. Couldn't animate mods. I heard the voice acting was suspect in Guardian of Light, too. Yeah, the voice acting was not good. No, <laughs> 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 But that's... That's, that's like not why you play really that game. Nice. <laughs> that's not why you play that game. You play because it's it's a fun game to play. It's very gamey. You know, it's not for the story. It's... You know, you 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 go down into a tomb, you mess around with some artifact, and an ancient deity comes back to to terrorize the world. So, yeah, great story. That's that's not what it's for. It's for the gameplay, which is good. I think it's the first time I've ever heard the the word "gamey" used positively. Usually, if I say the word "gamey," I'm thinking of like bad chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I was know. Like why trying to come up with a joke, I'm like, how, how can I turn this into tasting like it was in the wild. <laughs> um, yeah, it does. The, you know, Lara Croft does taste like she was in the wild. <laughs> oh, boy. <Right>. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of no multiplayer, um, 
I hear that that's what makes Scott Pilgrim the, the one step below elite. Because if it had it, it would be fantastic. Is that true? Or am I being misled? Um, well, I could see a lot of people really disliking the fact that it doesn't have online co-op. Like like with Guardian of Light. But to me, it, it matters less than uh, some other aspects of Scott Pilgrim that just sort of turned me off a little bit. It felt like... I didn't play through the whole game, but it felt like, uh, to the point that I got to, a lot of the action was a little bit slower and less smooth than I would appreciate. I'm coming from a River City Ransom perspective here, and I just wanted the game to blow me away since they basically bit 90% of the game from that 1989 Technos Japan game on the NES. So, um... I, I thought it was like a real a huge case of like style over substance. I did. I actually yeah. played it to the end and I beat it. And the end boss was driving me crazy. But um, like it's. I love the music. I love the way it looks. But I mean, it's that kind of game that's designed to inhale quarters. So it just gets kind of re- repetitive, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's fun. It like the more people you add playing with you, the more fun it gets. And it, it looks and sounds awesome. But it just kind of gets old, you know, like pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely for me anyway. You know, I could uh, jump on board with that sort of assessment. I, I, the I soundtracks on Amazon, I'm like seriously because I love uh, Anamanaguchi did the soundtrack and those guys mm-hmm. are great. Man. What I don't like about the sound is the way that they wanted to give you this authentic NES experience. Another part of the presentation, and they did it a couple of ways with like you go to these alternate sections where you have the little glitches on the screen, oh, like when you yeah, used to yeah. put in the cartridge and it didn't load properly. But they also make the game like the music stutters i don't know if that's a problem with the game or if that's intentional to try to be like you know it's a nintendo game so i'm still not sure but either way it's not a good idea i don't know i never really i never really got that did you what did you, i played on the ps3 is that what you played on oh i played on xbox or maybe 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 there was a glitch or something because the music was like you know i didn't really run, run any problems or anything like oh really Okay, yeah, because I spoke to Matarazzo, who wrote the review for us, and uh, he said that there were even more problems than I encountered. Huh. Maybe I just, I don't know, maybe I just missed them or something. <laughs> Good. You know, I don't know. I'm so infatuated <laughs> with the way it looked, I was ignoring the, 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 the hiccups in the music or something. <laughs> gotcha. But, I mean, otherwise, it's not, I'm not trying to tear it down. Yeah. It's, it's a fun little game. If you got a partner, like, definitely, it's worth playing. It's fun, you know, but it's, I mean, you know. It's not like phenomenal or anything. It's not like the, the best. Yeah. No, I want to. I want to hear about this uh, Metroid Other M. I'm really interested in that. You guys have. Um. Okay. So we're all assuming that it sucks, right? <laughs> no, I mean, like my automatic assumption would be right? okay. Team Ninja, and anything, is awesome. Like that's that's my assumption. If if whoever is listening and doesn't know, one of the big things of this game is the fact that you switch from old NES-style controls to pointing at the screen, which takes some time to adjust to, if you're willing to. But once you do, the game is fantastic. I agree. The story, the the voice acting is a little suspect, but the the story is well-written, well-paced. The action is incredible. It's one of the best-looking games I've seen on my Wii. This, This game looks better than half the stuff I download on Xbox Live, as far as graphical content is concerned. Easily one of the best looking on the Wii, right up there with Mario Galaxy. I I'm having a blast. Like, how, I don't know how much have you much. played? Like how far are you? How many hours? I'm still I'm still in the bottle ship. I haven't had a chance to play long. Maybe 
two or three hours at most. Okay. See, I assumed you were in the ship the whole game. That's about as far as I am, too. I didn't, I didn't even know you left. I don't know. No, no, you do. I believe you do leave the ship. Okay. I, I definitely agree the... with I agree with what you're saying, man, for sure. Like, the de- the switching, it does take, like, the first couple times I was like, I don't know about this. But when, when you get the hang of it and you align yourself correctly on the couch, I mean, it actually works pretty well, you know? Mm. So would you say if you if you hate motion controls and are totally closed-minded and unwilling to change, then you won't like the game? But if you're a little bit more open, you you might enjoy it a lot more. Well, I mean, it has. To, there's a lot of things that come into it. If you like if you like Metroid Prime Three Corruption, yes. Um, if you like the way that that handled, you're gonna love the when you point to the screen. But you may have you may be angry at the fact that you have to point the screen to begin with. Mm-hmm. So if you come from that camp where you're you don't mind motion control at all and you've played the previous games, you might be like, meh. I honestly but, think that Metroid Prime Three had some of the best motion control that I've seen on the Wii. It seemed the most natural to me, like with and, the, the motions you made to unlock doors and things and like the, that. And the whip, the whip, the was, whip nice. was great. All that and stuff. When you, when you point at the screen, it is very intuitive. It's very very good. And the fact that it doesn't use a motion plus makes it that much better. See, but, I, I I feel like as long as I'm not like shaking the controller, like I, I don't even feel like I'm using motion controls. I don't, but that's just me. I mean, that's like you know me personally. Like that was my when I kind of got in there for a while and I realized, oh, I don't ever have to shake the controller, you know, to like escape or anything like that. I was I was comfortable. I was like, okay, I'm ready, you know. Right. Mm. in the middle of a fight if you're if your health gets to 30 or lower um you have the ability to hold the Wii remote upright hold on to a and it will replenish your health and your missiles See, that seems like it would it would mess up the game for me now it's not that i mean it's i've i've gotten into a couple of hairy situations and i'm glad i've had it but here's the thing it doesn't replenish all of your energy tanks you don't go back to full health so if you have four energy tanks and they're mm-hmm. all depleted and you're at your last bar of health, and you're to thirty. It only restores your first bar. You have to wait okay. until you get. You have to wait until you get to a save point to replenish everything. Okay. Well, honestly, I'd I'd rather continue playing than die and have to start over. Right. So I mean, if you can if you can kill a couple of guys and then get back to like sixty or seventy health, do it. And then when you get to the next navigation area and save your game, which is seamless by the way, there's no save screens. You make a file in the very beginning, and then you never see your file again. Mm-hmm. Unless you restart the game after turning it off, it just saves automatically. You just step on the platform, wait a second, boom, out the door. Gotcha. I love hey, that. That's a, Very that's Metroid. A could be in real life. Yeah. I do have. I have one very specific complaint about the game. What's that? When you pick up your items, you don't get that cool Metroid tune. Tune, excuse me. You know what I'm talking about? That's yes. Like, I have, I'm humming it myself. To make up for it, when I pick up items, I go, and my wife looks at me and she thinks I'm kind of weird. So you know, but that, I mean, that's weird. Yeah. You know, it's like why I don't know. It just it it irks me. Why can't that that needs to be there? That's the reward for for picking up the new missiles to get that tune, man. Come on. It's like they took it out of Zelda. Yes. They took the sound oh. out of Zelda. Be like what? Funny you should mention that because that's actually other than that oversight, I thought the music was very well done and very. I just I just want my my little reward tune, you know. Now how about <laughs> make it, make it, how about the make it a Like the whole, not even just the voices, but the whole uh, approach of taking the game to a more 
uh, story-driven experience with multiple characters and you know a cast. I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. I don't mind. I don't, I, I like the fact that I get some backstory. I like the fact that she's not just a, a woman in a suit shooting a bunch of aliens and collecting a bunch of items like Super Metroid was. Now, don't get me wrong, Super Metroid was fantastic, but I don't mind that Samus is human. Okay, you Samus don't mind, but what what is preferable? <sighs> For me, I, well, I prefer the silence myself. Yeah, but that, again, I think that's just personal preference. Like uh, some people say, they want to hear like Gordon Freeman and Link talk. I'm like, no, I, I don't ever want to hear what those guys sound like. You know, and same my... with Samus. I'm a little disappointed to hear her talk. Mm. Well, let me ask you a question. If if Nintendo sat you down and said, okay, if if they sat you down two years ago and they said we're making a new game for the Wii for Zelda and Metroid, two new entries, but only one of them is going to talk, and you're going to choose it, who would you say? Uh, yeah, I would probably go with Metroid. <laughs> but yeah, you'd go exactly. with Metroid. You'd go with just, Metroid just because, because you think a... that it messes up the game. Yeah, that, <laughs> like, that's like why you would go with hypothetical situation. I, why why not do both? You wouldn't even have to hire an extra voice actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, what I'm I getting like, at is... I feel like you're losing like the badass element of the silence. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. she's not a symbol anymore. You know, she's just this. You know, well, she ain't talking when she's kicking ass. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't uh, do the, the yells when she gets hit and stuff, though, I don't, right? I mean, does she? I don't know. That'd be kind uh, of bad. It's like taking hits and being like, ugh, ugh. You know? That's my impression I'll, I'll, of I'll, famous getting hit by a weapon. I, I haven't heard, oh, yeah, I have heard that. I have heard that. But, but yeah, I, I don't, the only problem I have with Samus's voice is I don't mind that she talks. But I mind that she talks like a mindless drone. Oh, does she? Uh, and that everything she game. says just makes me want to wring her pudgy neck. Uh, <laughs> I played East Seven for the PSP. Oh, I heard, yeah. I, I was I've been looking at that on the shelf and being like, hmm. Yeah, uh, surprisingly good. I don't like Japanese RPGs, but uh, I I do like this one, or at least I like the combat a lot. It's it it's really fast. It's like a really extremely fast action rpg it kind of surprised me nice hmm. so what's what are the other what's the rest of the details what's the story and all that um well it's uh it's kind of uh well there's some monsters that appeared outside the city and i was like whoa that's weird i've never heard of that happening before and um <laughs> there's a lot of characters their hair is like really spiky and i was like weird usually these games the hair is like really you know, like soft and it's no spikes and they have a lot of accessories on and extra belts that don't seem like they need them. And, and the women are wearing clothes that don't really seem appropriate for combat, but uh, <laughs> all this stuff that I've never seen in Japanese RPGs before. But, um, uh, but no, seriously, the, the, the story is, is pretty, you know, pretty cliche Japanese RPG fair. Um, same deal with the characters, but, uh, the combat is awesome. Like I really love the combat. It's really, like I said, it's really fast-paced. There's a lot of dodging. Like you, the square button gives you this huge uh, dodge roll um, that like throws you across the screen, and you're just like constantly dodging all the time, and and uh, just using you know attacks and powerful att- like different powerful attacks and stuff like that. And uh, you uh, you switch between you have uh, at at least two at the most a party of three, and you have to switch between the uh, different characters depending on what kind of enemy you're fighting, and you switch like constantly. You switch on the fly. So you're constantly moving around, and you're constantly switching characters. And it's fun. It's really fun. It really surprised me. My PSP was awesome. collecting dust uh, up until I played Metal Gear, and then I played East. And I was like, whoa, maybe I've been missing something on my PSP because I haven't played it in like a year. Yeah, yeah. I, I just 
and uh, the Bioshock DLC, Bioshock mm-hmm. Two. That's, that's, there's nothing much to speak of, but I did start to nervous. What does it actually add? It actually adds like single player length. Um, it's uh, it takes place in like Rapture Rapture Central Computing and your Subject Sigma, which is really not that different from Subject Delta. And you're being led around for I, I guess to get rid of this big computer that they call the Thinker, but they don't really spell that whole thing out. The co- the cool thing is that they have a couple new like weapons and whatever, like a laser. And a gravity well is one of the plasmids. Like, you throw it, and then everything around, including, like, splicers and whatever, gets sucked into it, kind of like a black hole. So that's cool. Mm. That's fun. Mm. Sounds good. It, it's pretty much identical to the rest of uh, Bioshock 2, though. Is it one of those plasmids that I wouldn't use? Like, I didn't use the plasmids in the rest of the game? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you guys still playing that online? Yeah. Did Castlevania for Xbox Live Arcade was that September? No, that that's out. That was August. That's out now. I think it was August. I mean, I think it was the very first week of August, actually, the third. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I was just trying to um, think of stuff that had come out this month. Yeah. Did we already talk did. about Limbo? Is that too long? <laughs> Limbo was yeah, August. Was, yeah, was uh, that's July? That's I mean, July. Oh, I played um, a Night Combat. I reviewed that for another thing. How was that? I mean, it's fine. It's just like Team Fortress 2 dumbed down a little bit, pretty much. Not, it's not very well balanced either. It's kind of you, you pick one of two classes or else you will die. How much um, is that game? I bet you can buy a used copy of Orange Box for the same price as you can that game. Yeah, uh, no, I think much better you, purchase. I think used copies of Orange Box are still 18 and it's 15. Oh, oh okay. That's well, worse. Well, that's, then it's a, don't buy Orange Box then. Buy Monday Night Combat. Right, yeah. <laughs> You only get four more games for three more dollars. Which are, you know, oh, yeah. games are okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually, through Capcom Unity, uh, the, the main Capcom uh, community website, I won a free code for Dead Rising Case Zero. Oh, and nice. I, I downloaded nice. that last night, and I was playing it, and it made my erection for Dead Rising 2 much, much bigger. <laughs> uh, Great. Now I gotta go get it. Mortis setting in from being an undead. The, I don't know. The first <laughs> A little blue pill to, to the Dead Rising series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that part of that? No, let, that, let that set in. Let, let it sit in. <laughs> about, download the podcast. Fast forward to about an hour in. Uh, the erection um, lasts more than four hours. It <laughs> <laughs> should last longer than the duration of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the this this the satisfaction that you get from putting a chainsaw on the end of a paddle and just destroying any zombie that you see is unmatched. It was so cool. So the, you're able to combine weapons. Oh my god! The very one of the first achievements is as soon as you start actual gameplay, there's a bat and a box of nails. And a workbench. There's workbenches work all over um, the place. And for Dead Rising 2 will be like this too. And you can take two weapons. There, there are two different types of weapons. There's a weapon that just has a gun for a symbol, and that means all you can do is hit people with it. And then there are weapons that have wrenches, 
And if they have wrenches, that means they can be combined. So like when you, you put the bat on the table first and it comes out of your inventory, and then when you bring up the nails in your inventory, you hit combine, and it makes a spiked bat, which is a bat with a bunch of nails coming out of it. And not only do you can you is it more effective in killing zombies, but it actually gives you twice the amount of points, the PP from the first game. So instead of getting twenty five a kill with the bat, you get fifty a kill with a spike bat. Damn. Nice. So hey, me... this is what I want. Car battery plus ceiling fan plus chainsaw. Plus chainsaw. Oh my plus chainsaw. God. Plus chainsaw. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is that four sounds chainsaws. amazing. You should take you should add like the uh the bottom of an umbrella to it too. Hold it above your head. <laughs> yeah. There was well, one that's raining. If I know yeah. I'm probably I'm probably alone in this, um, but I did not care for the original Dead Rising as much as I really wanted to. I gave it multiple tries and I just I couldn't get into it. Do you think I'll I like why was that? Was that because um, of just the way that the game was sort of organized in terms of your tasks that you had to complete? Yes, I, like I, I, I structure. can't stand like protection missions and uh, just the, the way the save system was set up where you kind of had to restart yeah. constantly. Um, well, that's what I want to know too. Is that I, all fixed? Yeah. Um, well, for, first of all, one of the big things is... Fixed is the right word because that shit was broken. There's <laughs> one, of the, one of the big things for me is uh, three save slots instead of just one so you don't have to erase your game every time you want to restart. Good. Uh, I'm down with that. But um, there are you can, there are times where it'll it'll ask you to save right after you complete a um a case like a case section. So like z- this is case zero. So case zero point one. When you complete it, you save, or you can save whenever you want as well. That's good. Okay. You just have to find the shitter, because mm-hmm. um, the bathroom is your save point. Um, but there, awesome. if you look if you look at the map of Fortune City, they look like they're all over the place. So it shouldn't be too bad. Because, like, um, I love the idea of being in a mall, like, with zombies. Like, I love that idea. But I just, I don't know, I just couldn't get into it. And I tried, like, a bunch of times, like, over the years. Like, I tried right when it came out, and I even tried as recently as, like, I don't know, like a year ago. And I just, I can never get into it, and I don't know what it is. Um, I'm, I, I couldn't, I wasn't really that into the first one either, but I'm loving, I'm loving the weapon combination in the second one. That in and of itself will make me play it a whole lot. Okay. Um, I, there's one weapon I heard about that I absolutely love. It's a combination called the Defiler. What? I don't and think you should describe it. I think you should just leave it ima- at that. No. Imagine taking... <laughs> it, what you need is a sledgehammer and a fire axe. And what uh. it does is it creates a... Basically, it's almost like he takes the axe off of, the po- of, its, of its wooden post, splits it in two, the axe, and then sticks it to either to, to the sides of the sledgehammer but not the ends like in the middle of it so it creates a plus sign Ooh. on the top you know what i'm saying so uh. the, top, the up and down part of the plus sign is a sledgehammer and the left and right part of the of the of the of the plus sign is the axe you don't get that oh yeah wow that's nuts. How, do, how do you use that thing that's interesting uh, they called it the most brutal weapon they've ever seen oh i could think of much more brutal than that I think I already have, like yes. on this podcast. <laughs> if you rewind, yeah. like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy chainsaw. Oh, there's another one. It's another weapon called a boomstick. Mm. And right. what that is is it's a, it's a 
it's a rake or like a like a pitchfork attached to a shotgun. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and that is essentially um, a big bloody mess. Now it sounds like fun. Now is that for multi-range combat, or does the pitchfork somehow operate with the shotgun? Um, I haven't figured that out yet because I haven't had both the items. I haven't even found the shotgun yet. Found a pitchfork, didn't find a shotgun. Sounds like a whole lot of fun, actually. Yes, I'm it, it I'm pisses, excited. What pisses me off is one of the one places you have to go. Like what what you have to do is you get to the town, you have to find Zombrex for your daughter because now where it was 72 hours until the uh, helicopter gets there in Dead Rising 1. Now you have to give this Zombrex, which um, stays the... Zombie virus. Zomb- zombie virus. Stays the zombie virus for 12 hours. So you basically, you give it, and then 12 hours later you give another one. So there's your time limit, because your daughter has it. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to save your daughter. But the problem is, you can't give it to her early, or she's dead. You can't be too late, or she's dead. Yeah, there's only a one-hour time frame that you can give it to her. So if you're across Ooh. the world and you can't make it back in an hour, game over. So there's still That's a timer, weird. I guess. Huh? There's still a timer, and it's a little more um, lenient. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's what the word would be. But it seems like now, because it's a bigger space, you get vehicles. Mm. Like I, I, I have seen screens of the motorcycle and the and the uh, the wheelchair and stuff like that. So you will be able to move faster than a walking pace. So yeah. Is your is your player time. as uh, as hideous a character model as Frank West was? <laughs> no, but he I, I actually I actually could see him being a real dude. Okay. I, I could. I well, could. I, I it's could from the wars. Dude, just not someone I you know <laughs> shake hands with or talk to. Has anyone tried the Vanquish demo? No. No. Oh wait, there's a Vanquish demo? Yeah. That's yep. what you, you're talking about the uh, the Resident Evil guys third person yep. shooter, right? Yes. That's Shinji yep. Mikami. Shinji Mikami. I thought it was. I couldn't think of his name. Um, I've been waiting. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I gotta go. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I do want to play that. I didn't know it was a demo. That's all. Yeah, I just got it downloaded right before we had to get on the podcast, so I have nothing to say. Except that it's there. It's there, and uh, you guys haven't played it either, so awesome. <laughs> Hold on. Is it too late to talk about God of War 3? <laughs> <laughs> what? I did, I did get a little, little, little late, yeah. Did you just play God of War 3 in August? I just started it because I got PS3 today. Oh, join in the ranks. <laughs> join in the ranks. Yeah. Yeah, get ready for slow downloads. Ooh, <laughs> oh, God. They're going to kill yeah. you. And the install. But, um, I mean, but great games after you download them. It just takes too long. Uh, yeah, of yeah. course. Sure. Yeah. Um, if you waited this long to get Castle Crashers, you're an idiot because that, that comes out, I think, this week on the PSN. Yeah. yeah. So, but you have an Xbox, so you should have played it already. But. We're not talking about September because September hasn't really happened yet. This is about August, and I think we've covered everything there is to cover in August we except haven't... Madden. But Madden's the same every year, so who cares? Uh, <laughs> Gameflow is nice. <laughs> Gameflow is nice. Gameflow is nice, and Murphy is salty because I played him online once and beaten him once. So Ooh, hold on. Who... you ran my clock down in the fourth quarter. Oh, no, uh, that is how you play. I scored more points than you in the first three corners. Oh, here, How do you deal with that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I do enjoy the game. Stupid onside kick didn't work. It never works. Not in the games it don't. Saints. Not in the games it doesn't. What do you think this is? Super Bowl? Come on now. <laughs> but, um, 
but woo, but no, the game flow is nice. I like that addition. I like um, I like how like our game, the two of us usually like in in ten or nine would have taken forty five fifty minutes, but a lot quicker. Took Twenty. Yep. Twenty five minutes. So yeah, it was it was cool. It was it was it was well enjoyed, and the game it looks better. The the uh, Gus Johnson is a much better commentator than anything they've had before. He is awesome. Yes. Um, a little more product placement than I would have liked, but it's been like that for a couple years. Though I do like when you get into the red zone, which for those who don't the swagger know, is the twenty <laughs> yard line, the twenty yard line to the goal line. Um, it gives you the red zone report by Old Spice, and every time it comes up, it gives you the Old Spice whistle. Oh, yeah, that was a nice little touch. And then, and then the announcer goes, and the announcer goes, "Smell like a man, man." Power. Yeah, it's not Terry Crews, unfortunately, but yeah. So, but that I think now that we've covered Madden and EA isn't going to be pissed at us. I think we have now fully covered the month of August in the gaming world. Awesome. So, until the end of September, when we talk about a little game that no one's going to play called Halo Reach. Um, I'll just avoid that show. Really? You can be hating. I will Dude, continue to hate. Don't even want to talk about if you're a hockey fan or if you're a Spider-Man fan or you're a Civilization fan, or even if does you're FIFA a... come out in September too? September 28th. Yes, it does make FIFA. It's FIFA does make it by three days. So there. See, you'll have something to talk about. All right. All right. So we'll see you in a month. Hopefully, all four of you guys will be back again because this was pretty stellar. In case you forgot from the beginning, it is I, Associate Editor Jason Finelli, the Editor in Chief Eddie Inzotto, the News Director Michael Murphy, and the Staff Writers, just because everyone has to be the Dan Crabtree and Kyle New Guy Hilliard. Until next time, peace out, guys. Mr. Robot, don't, 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 don't,